The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. Holy cow, it's Thursday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. This is the morning sickness. It is draft day. Uh, sports are just dominating life right now, which is great stuff. It keeps your mind off everything else. And uh, tonight, uh, tons of rumors and whatever's going to happen. And Bryce Young is more, more than likely the number one overall pick. So that's uh, the newest millionaire in the world from sports. And then who's second is a debate whether or not C.J. Stroud's too stupid to play football or if he's going to people are going to take a chance. And and they're moving all over. The Cardinals are the third pick. Will they stay the third pick? Are they going to move around? Are they going to grab Will Anderson? What, what, I mean, it's nobody Kyle knows. Kyle Murray's begging for them to get Paris Jackson. Paris Jackson, yeah. Well, and they can move back to get him. There's all sorts of things. So this is, a, this is going to be an intriguing soap opera tonight. And uh, we'll find out what the Cardinals do somewhere early in the draft as it begins this evening. And I've made it like an annual thing that I do. It used to just kind of be a... Pay attention a little bit, and now it's a group of people that get together every year to watch the draft. It's a weird part of the football season that just shows up in the middle of April, and uh, my football gang will start talking about it. It's it's, a, it's strange. It's a it's a happening. Where are the Steelers picking? Seventeen, but we'll see if they move. They got seventeen thirty two thanks to your Bears. Basically, two first rounders because uh, there's usually thirty two first round picks. But the Dolphins got dinged for trying to talk to Tom Brady last year, so they lost a first round pick. And then the Steelers ended up with a 32nd pick, which is great. So they've got tra- they trades abound for them. My hope for my team, Joey Porter Jr., uh, legacy pick, too, and he's just an awesome corner, and we'll find out what they do. But, yeah, the draft is just – and, again, it is uh, – I've said this for years. It's modeled off of uh, – like it took the model of how slaves used to get here, and they do it the exact same way. They have a stage. They have a bunch of rich white men sitting in a row bidding on young African Americans to come play at their farm, and that's and basically what and the they've draft already is. looked yep. them over. And they've looked them over. They've tested them out. They, it, it's it is so based on the slave trade. And they come from a place that nobody paid them, and now the the most elite of all the slaves are chosen to be 
The, it's this. It is so. You know, the difference is at least the families are excited. That's where they're right. Going. The di- yeah. That, well, maybe that used to happen to the Dutch trading companies too, because yeah. they they you know at least they're getting to the elite farm. It's the weirdest. Because college football until recently never paid anybody. It is the weirdest, like adaptation of something so wrong that we've made just the exact same thing and made it so right. There's no difference on stage. You've seen him working. You know what he's doing. Now give me some bids. Which one's going first? You're like, Jesus. I'll take that one on the left there. It's like History of the World where Gregory Hines is up there doing the shim sham dance and all (laughs) that kind of stuff. It (laughs) It is remarkably similar when you read about how the old stages of trading used to work. Other farmers would bid on guys' best slaves and be like, Jesus, that's the NFL draft. It's the same principle. It's terrible. And this, the only difference is it's not based in race now. It's just based in athleticism, I guess, or whatever. But, man, they've been running their asses off for free for years, and now they get a break. So, But we all sit and we all watch, and the NFL makes tons of money, and everybody gets paid a ton of money afterwards, so you can't complain. Now, the people who don't get paid are undrafted and have to go wander from farm to farm and hope that somebody picks them up. And which quarterback gets iced? Right. Yeah, that's a big question. There's some, there's some, there, this will be an intriguing one. This is an interesting draft. There's so many even good players. Like, there's everybody's good. A couple guys might be great, but everybody's kind of on the same. Like, ah, if we miss this guy, there's one, there's almost a replicant right behind him. And then you start falling off real fast after. Two or three. We'll see what the Cardinals do. I wouldn't be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins isn't on the Cardinals after tonight. I think their move tonight will be a DeAndre Hopkins trade. And that would be a very smart thing to do, is to try to get more for less. There, there's no reason to keep DeAndre Hopkins on this team. They're in full rebuild. Complete, and, and anybody who thinks different is crazy. They are new coach, new GM. Kyler Murray is a question mark. Uh, you got, you know. New owners. Yeah, hey, pretty much probably new owners come the end of the year, yeah. It's just the, the, the franchise is in a complete shambles. And uh, they, I don't know how many wins they had last year. Five, maybe? I don't even remember. That's why they're picking third in the first place. So thinking that they're a player away is insane. They've got a lot of work to do. And they've got a quarterback that may not be back until the middle or end of October. That They're not sure about him either. If I was the GM of the Cardinals, first off, I'd be the first sober one they've had in years. That's great. Second... Big stretch. I might take one of those quarterbacks that's sitting out there. Like if C.J. Stroud fell in my lap or Will Levis, who's a little later in the game, I might just say, you know what, Kyler, here's some pressure. And finally, Colt McCoy can coach. Yeah, Colt McCoy effective. can go. <laughs> yeah, he can see what he can do. Look, we're going to put him out there. We're going to put this first-round pick out there, and one of the two of you might work out, and then we can trade the other one. I, you know, franchise quarterback is the only way your teams can win. That's it. You can't do it without one. And they're already giving up on Malik Willis in Tennessee, talking about drafting a quarterback again this year. So you don't have much time. And I still think Kyler Murray got screwed by Cliff Kingsbury and his system. I, I still think Kyler Murray is one of the better athletes on the field at any given time. They coddled him. They allowed him to become the biggest baby in football. They, nobody ever put their foot down. Kyler had a say in the play. And that's when Sean Payton even said, that stuff wouldn't fly if I was there. And that's one of the reasons Sean Payton's not here. There was no management above Kyler Murray. You, you, he, that was the biggest tell to me that this franchise is in trouble when Sean Payton's like, mm, I'm not even going to consider you guys. I'll go to this nightmare up in Denver with a quarterback that has the exact same issues, and I can fix that. But, yeah, he, Kyler Murray had too much control as a, a guy who'd never accomplished anything. So a new coach coming in saying, Kyler, shut up. 
would have been the best thing. Cliff Kingsbury basically allowed Kyler to become a mini Cam Newton. Just talk too much, get his way too often, and then when things didn't go right, he could blame everyone else. We'll see. And write him the check. Oh, they wrote him a huge check, and they should have. He was their best player. People hate that, but Kyler Murray was the only... They didn't have a choice. Look, the only reason they won a couple games last year was because of him. That Raiders game was 100% one guy. He did that alone. And Hail Murray. And the Hail Murray against Buffalo. And it, like there were moments where you're like, this is, he's the only one that can do anything. And that's Cliff Kingsbury's fault. It was, you have one read and then Kyler, I'm crossing my fingers and you can make something happen. That was the Cliff Kingsbury air raid offense. And now that's over. So maybe the new guy's got one. I don't see it, but we'll see. But I might put a little heat on Kyler. Draft is always interesting. It's always interesting. And it's always, you know, intriguing. Because you never know who's coming where or what's going to happen or who doesn't want to be anywhere. or I don't know. The special guests announcing the drafts every now and then. Oh, yeah. You have they the, go to the podium. Yeah. The, the special celebrities or a celebrity or in, in the case that I'll never, ever, ever not be reminded annually by Paul Sura, <laughs> uh, a very, very um, handicapped person coming out announcing the Steelers pick. And I believe it was Ryan Shazier. And he's like, see, you jinxed him. And I'm like, man, I never, <laughs> I'll never ever hear the end of this. And so I'll get that meme tonight because he saves it in every draft. It's a tradition now that Paul sends me, you know. Reminders. Yeah, a reminder of how that kid came out and jinxed Ryan Shazier's life. I think it was Shazier, but it's, it's constant that I get that. I'll get that tonight. And it's funny. It's sad, but it's funny. So then I just send him pictures of Hunter Kelly. It's what football people do. We're, we're just mean to each other. That's it. That's how men are friends. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, and then the thing I saw last night, I'm not a problem solver, but I've become one. I, I used to be a problem maker. I used to be all about like seeing them and running. And now I'm just like the world's gotten kind of so stupid that it's made. That's the scary part to me is that the world's gotten so stupid so fast. Someone like me seems like coherent, logical, and, and sometimes wise. And let me tell you, from living inside of me, I ain't. There's nothing about that that's accurate. There's a, there's a dumb dude making dumb decisions, wandering around life just trying to figure out how I haven't died yet. That's basically my day-to-day. I, I am, I'm taking care of me to not be dead by the end of the day. That's essentially my goal. And then, oh. uh, yeah, and I'm doing all right so far. Knock on wood. Any day now, though, it wouldn't surprise – I'd be the least surprised – if I walked into a, a you know a, a wall of knives and just like how did I not see this? I'm not a smart man, but it, but I think the world's dumbed down so much that I actually kind of feel like I might be, and I know I'm not. So it's a, I'm wrestling with that. I'm, I'm watching the news yesterday, and they had a girl on there, and there was like 20 or 30 people down at the Capitol, barking and screaming about uh, undocumented. Uh, citizens getting driver's licenses like why don't we get driver's licenses we're not we're not we're illegal immigrants but we want driver's licenses 
And I'm like, okay, first things first, dumb guy in me goes, there's like 30 illegal immigrants right there. So let's just wrangle them up, right? That seems like a logical, sure. like, all right, well, can't do that. That's some sort of a humanitarian You don't problem, know that right? for sure. Well, you go and ask because they're basically screaming. Are you allowed? Sure. If they're screaming, I'm an undocumented uh, citizen, then you can go up and go, can I see some ID? Can you right. or okay. did they change that so, law? Yeah. Well, so you and I are on the same page here. You're doing the same thing I did. Then they interviewed the one girl and she goes, I got to drive places. Like, it's not easy to live here and not have a, a, a car. So I do drive, but I don't have a license. And she goes, one, one false step and a cop pulls. She goes, every time a cop's next to me, I freeze. Because, you know, if I goof up, he can deport me. And I'm like, all right. Wouldn't that be true with the driver's license, too? Anytime being stopped. Right. And so standing outside the Capitol screaming, I don't have a driver's license because I'm not a citizen. Aren't you worried now? Well, yeah, you're showing your face. Right. You're, I mean, you're, you're, on the you're basically telling everybody. Right. So I guarantee you they filed for that protest to be allowed out there. Sure. <laughs> they think it's a yeah. get out of jail free no. card. Yeah, but, but again, if I'm driving around and my biggest fear is I don't have a driver's license, not my biggest fear is I'm not an actual citizen of the United States. And again, this person's been here since she was four. So there's an argument to be made that, you know, all right, just give it to her. But if you're willing to go through the loops and hoops of getting yourself a driver's license, Pop on over to that other place and fill out some paperwork. Well, it's not that easy. Okay. Let's get, you get the process started. We don't have any money. All right. You're, you're at ASU. That was her big thing. I go to ASU. I got to drive to school. I got to get groceries. I got to... I gotta t- okay. okay. But isn't the same fear of a cop pulling you over there with a driver's license? Isn't that the same? Won't your driver's license say, hmm, not a citizen? Won't we have special driver's licenses for them? You don't understand, bro. It's I different don't. in a car. <laughs> oh, I see. That's a good argument because it threw me off. That's a good argument because it made no sense. And immediately I'm like, did that make sense? I don't know. They think it's Monopoly and they're getting the community chess card with the get out of free, <laughs> right. jail yeah, free gotta, card, yeah. you know. But I don't. Uh, that is weird. Like you're standing outside screaming, I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble for being an undocumented citizen. And then, but you're screaming it. So how afraid are you? Yeah, there can't be any fear to begin with. Hey, right. do you want to go uh, protest? Yeah, she says, when I see a cop next to me, it feels like I can't breathe. It's like, uh, uh, it's not like I have this money where I can get a car back if it gets impounded in the extreme measure. What happens if I get deported? The reality is uh, I have to drive here to get groceries and go to work. It's not a luxury. It's a must for all of us. Uh, it doesn't make sense. John, you're a fentanyl dealer. Do you want to go down to yeah, you know protest? Because I'm getting tired of getting hassled. For free. Yeah. Why can't I deal? I'm not a Legally. user. Come on. And to me, I think, and, and I don't understand the opposition. I don't get screaming. Yeah, I, I do understand, like, if I'm that worried about it, going to wherever, I don't know where to go, going to wherever you go and saying, I need to fill out some papers to be a citizen so I don't get, so I'm not living in fear constantly. Like, you're already here, right? So will they, they, maybe they'll deport you. I don't know. I don't well, think they the, do that. You know, the question from the beginning is, do they know, they know that the system works that way that you, you cannot legally ask. A person could say, I'm... I, I don't know. Because remember, I remember that was a big deal. Like, I, for sure, I understand getting pulled over. Uh, the reason I'm pulling you over, I'm wondering if you're a citizen. I need to see something. Well, they're pulling you over if that's they wonder. Illegal. That's, it's illegal to wonder if you're a citizen yeah. and then, like, harass you. I got to check. You got to do and something wrong. they were wrong saying that was happening sometimes. <clears throat> well, you got you to get pulled over for something. You make a, a left turn and go into the wrong lane, and the cops are like, all right, pulled you over because 
Let me see your driver's license. They're like, I don't have one. All right. Do you have any ID? No, I'm not a citizen. All right. Well, now we got a bigger fish. Like, you know, you find out along the way. Cops don't pull people over and then say, I did it because I, I would assume there's drugs in here. They pulled you over because your taillight was out. And then they find a hundred other things. I just don't understand that. You're not that afraid. Like, you're, not, you're running around screaming how afraid you are. But then there's like 20 of you on the news saying, yeah, we can't, uh, we're, we're scared to death of this. I just figured you just wrangle them up right there. I would think so. I don't know. Maybe that's my border policy is whenever they start screaming I'm illegal, you're like, there's one. And you go grab them. You didn't have to ask. They told you. Come on, man. And then you got that guy. <laughs> hey, got to be nicer, man. Come on. Yeah, I don't think so, Joe. I, I don't think your policy works. But there, yeah. And again, I don't know what it solves to get a driver's license and still not be a citizen. You're driving legally, illegally. Maybe that ID <coughs> helps in other places. That doesn't make any sense, Brady. I mean, like if they're flying or <laughs> now they they're can, flying, they can fly. Right. She's not worried about flying to get groceries. She wants to drive. I know, but the reason why they want the driver's license so much on is top to of drive. driving and have access to be able to uh, having an ID to, I don't know, to open accounts or. I don't know. What are the odds that she's driving already? I mean, what, well, what, what she's difference saying. does it make? She is driving, but she says that's her biggest fear. She drives without a license, and if she makes a mistake, She's the, cop, the cops taking her car for not having a license and maybe and kicking being her illegal. Out. Right. It's that's the same the thing. Fear. You're with me then. It's the same goddamn that's thing. The thing. With a license, you're still illegal. I, I, look, again, the world's gotten so stupid that I have to question things I do. Like, it seems logical to me that you're going to go pick. You have, if you have time to go down to the Capitol and run around and they had these little signs made that looked like driver's licenses. They all put their faces in, you know, like those things you put your head over Steve Nash's body at the Suns game. And now you're Steve Nash for a second with a big, ugly head. Uh, it's that. They made the driver's license holes. Why don't they just put up their real fake license? I guarantee <laughs> right. you they look exactly The, the one like that they've been using yeah. to Chris open Chris <laughs> I had 18 Chris Valenzuela's working for me at Tony Romans. They all had a Social Security card. Same number. That dude made a million dollars that year. All 13 of them split it. I, DPS should have been posted right outside the state capitol as soon as that thing was over and yeah. just started popping people left and right. See, and that's the traditional white man's way. Pop. I'm with that's Brett. true. Just, all right, you guys want to stand outside and talk about all the... All right, we got to pop you for this. Yeah. I'm, I kind of Let's agree Let's talk with about it. If you're going to be illegal and lippy, you get popped. Yes. I'm with him. Now, I know the whole living in the shadows thing is a deal, but that was a decision you made. I'm throwing logic at you, and people hate that. But it's like if you've been here since you were four, and you got all day to pick it down at the Capitol with your special poster board signs you bought at Walgreens, you had a free day to go like check out how to become a citizen faster. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sign the guest book. That's all I'm asking. Just when you get here, throw your name down. It's um, not that easy. Okay. Go find out how to get the process at least started. And then say, I'm in the middle of it. And, and you might get kicked out. That's the risk you've been running the whole time. But blame your parents for not doing anything about it since you were four. Uh, Batman just texted in. He's a cop. And he says, uh, local cops are not immigration control. We don't deport people. Right. She's an idiot. Yeah, and there's the other thing is that I, I was wondering that, too. Can my buddy Ben pull you over and then send you down to Guadalajara? I don't think so. I think he can maybe have you so arrested. that's why she wants her driver's license. The truth of the matter is she's afraid for no reason. Okay. But a driver's license doesn't fix that you're illegal. So what she's really worried about is having to pay for her car after it's been impounded. 
And technically, there's ways around that because you're not allowed to steal somebody's car for it. And that's that's what Plus no insurance that, either. Right? Yeah. Well, then there's that. And then What if she yeah. hits you? And then there's that. I've had it happen. And Brady had that happen where illegals T-boned him. And then really? the guy, yeah. And then what did the guy say? Just say my son was driving. He's yeah. on his way. Well, at least they were insured. But when I first moved out here, a uh, guy in the parking lot hits my car and uh, hands me his uh, license, basically get the information, insurance. Go to my insurance guy. He's like, yeah, this policy that you got is has been open for two years. Yeah. Uninsured. So I had to cover the whole thing, and that guy uh, can still drive. Sure. I, I mean, it was baffling. Like, Wasn't the one on 24th, though, when he said, yeah, my son's going to come down here the, in a minute? The just sister say, who could speak English asked, could you say my father was driving? Right. And he wasn't there. And he wasn't there. He, 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 he arrived five up. minutes later. Yeah. He shows up goes, okay, I'm the driver. I'm Chris Fedlin's widow. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> and you said no. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice work. Yeah. I actually went to the officer. I'm like, ah, tell me what happened. He yeah. says... It really doesn't matter. It goes who's under the insurance to be right. with. At that point, who's ever insured? Be, I don't care right. who, you know, as yeah. long as they're paying for my That's stuff. Exactly. But the kid, you know, it'll go on his report as an accident. The best part was Brady's reaction was, no can do, muchacha. And then he walked away from her, which was a pretty great response, if you ask me. That after your car up, too. They, she, oh, masked, yeah. she masked you good. Holmberg's morning sickness. But yeah, I just I look, I call me, and I and I started the whole thing by saying I'm stupid. But the world seems dumber than me, and that's scary. So I'm watching this whole thing unfold and I'm like, there's 30 people shouting out I'm an illegal immigrant. And I figured that would be a great place to like go to Brett's route. Let's pop them. Yep. <laughs> like and maybe I'm a cruel dick, but let's pop them. It's truth. I'm sorry you don't have a driver's license, but you're... I'm a college student, and I'm doing my best. Well, that's great. You're doing your best, because if you're doing your best, you'd be working on that other thing you got going wrong, which is not being here legally and knowing it. I don't know. Maybe it's me. If I knew I was illegal in a country since I was four and now I'm 22, I, I kind of blame myself for not getting that ball rolling earlier. I don't know. I'd go home and smack my parents. Yeah, I'd go, hey, guys, what are you doing? What What? What? what is... <laughs> Just go to school and be quiet. Don't get your driver's license. Like, we got to do something about this. Like somebody in that household had to be like, can, can one of us have the guts to go down and fill out the paperwork? You're going to get us all popped. <laughs> Don't you listen to the radio? <laughs> I saw you on the news last night. Oh, Mia, what are you doing? She's all over this thing talking we about listen it. to Dave Ramsey, man. <laughs> rice and beans, beans and rice. <laughs> they, they were going to do that. They already got they, the beans. They, did that anyway. they were doing that anyway. <laughs> How come we don't have no money? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you go on the news so much? Yeah, you have to stop. Yeah, they, I don't know. It just seems like uh, stupid. Yeah, I don't care if illegal immigrants have driver's licenses, but it should have like a big stamp on it that says, nuh-uh, just like it does when you're under 21. Yeah. Not a legal citizen. Pop them. Pop and then pop them. <laughs> right? Isn't that the key? Like, I'm not crazy. I thought to them, like, pop them. That was my first thought. Dozens gathered tonight to get illegal immigrants. They're looking down there, like, every one of them's illegal. Oh, this is just a, it's a pop them central right there. You just start getting one after another. It's just a delayed U-turn. Drop them <laughs> off. <laughs> swing back around. Well, they'll they come back. back. <laughs> just pop them. Gas is expensive, man. Ah, I don't know. I don't see what the problem is. I'm with Brett. I guess I'm not a humanitarian. Pop them. <laughs> 
they weren't doing anything wrong. I'm like, yeah, they were. Pop, pop them. I'm all for popping people that do stuff wrong. Pop me. They don't pay my taxes once. Pop me. Yeah, I get popped. I run. I run the risk of being popped every. I'll say it out loud. Every single morning, I run a red light, and maybe that's just because I'm a comfortable citizen on 16th uh, or on Bethany and uh, 51. Because coming out of my neighborhood, that thing never changes. So I just wait till it's oh, clear. Oh, that is brutal. And I run a red light every day. And now I've gotten to do it where it's just in the middle of the daytime. If it's clear, I run that light. I'm not sitting there for eight minutes. That thing takes forever to change. I also make illegal U-turns onto the freeway from that very same spot. It says, it says no, uh, you can't make a right onto the freeway. From and Yes, you can. I'll show you. I, you can absolutely make a right. It says you can't. And I'm like, I prove him wrong. It may be illegal, but it's not impossible. And I prove that every time I need to go north on the 51. If I get caught doing that, my excuse that it takes too long for the light is no good. If I told the cop, I'm like, yeah, light takes forever. And I just want to, I'm getting popped. But guess what? I deserve it. I've been telling you guys for years. That the entry fee for that uh, HOV lane is worth it if you get away with it for a whole year. My argument of saying every January, if the state said for $500 a year you can use the HOV lane all you want, would you do it? You know how many potholes that would fix? Absolutely I would do it. Sign me up. So I'm taking a risk every day because I drive in that HOV lane during HOV time. You know, especially going to those Suns games at five, that thing's flying. I'm like, I'm getting in that, and I go flying down that HOV lane. And if I get if I get hit, that's the that's the fee I pay for having used that. I get popped. Doesn't California have that where you can pay to be in the in that certain yeah. lane on yeah, the freeways? There's certain things you can do, but they, I mean, I'd pay. They I'm have, in, right? And that's my that's my theory on the HOV lane is that if I get pulled over and have to pay the fee. I've been using it so much, it's about time I paid for it. Cost of doing yeah. business. That's exactly right. And guess what I'm going to do the next day? Hop right back in there. Start driving around and take my chances. Because it's been, look, I've been, I'm, I'm over. And I've never paid for it. I've been stealing that lane for years. I, I'm about due. I don't know what the hell law enforcement's up to. They should be all over me right now. But if they get me, basically the fee for having driven in this city for 30 years will be $500 to use the HOV lane. Okay. How much money that would raise? Huge. They'd clog up that lane, though. And I see it. I uh, There's no cop going to look over there. So I have to bang into something to make that a thing. And if they pull me over, I deserve it. But again, I'm not going on the news going, hey, I'm in a hurry. And it, I don't think it's fair that I don't get to use that lane. The toughest pull over, too. You're in that HOV no, lane. Oh, horrible. Okay, I need you to get over right, six yeah. lanes. <laughs> in traffic. No. <laughs> we'll go to where I'm going, and then you can start talking to me. If that costs me extra, it's worth it. But I, I like Brett's theory. We should have T-shirts to just say, pop them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see the problem here. Just a Brett pointing over, pop them. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Anyway, I hope you get your driver's license, sister, and you still could get deported. Your bigger, your bigger problem still exists. You going on TV screaming, I'm illegal and want a driver's license, certainly probably doesn't help. I'm just, I, I'm, I might vote for... Brett to become, you know, police chief or something. Because <laughs> simple questions, get it's, simple answers. I don't know. I don't know what the even the issue is here. Yeah, it's easy. It's just stop it and pop them. Stop and pop. Yep. It's there. The you new, go. It's the new uh, KPD. Your hat. Yeah. It's yep. Holmberg's morning sickness. Stop and pop. Uh, <laughs> immigration thing. So good luck 
to getting your driver's license there illegals. It's, you're still illegal. I don't get it. And it just makes people upset. I just know that if I was four and aware that I was here illegally, and now I'm in my 20s and I tell everybody how smart I am because I'm going to college, there's one thing I didn't do right. And that doesn't seem to, you don't seem to want the ball moving on that one. You should have put the effort into that. Yes. And you know what? You might have to spend a couple of months down in Mexico trying to figure out how to get back up here. But I bet you you would. Because it seems, I'll be honest with you, it seems easy to get here. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything I'm being told, it seems pretty easy to get back up here. I think you'll be all right. You might miss a couple of classes. But you're going to be in Tempe in two or three days. It, it might be a troublesome trip in, but you'll get here. After graduation's not a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, go into summertime, you know, kind of dally around down there. Say, say, this is asylum I've been hearing so much about. Anyway, I don't get it. And again, dumb guy. Dumb guy with logic trying to figure out a problem. But, well, that Popham thing sure goes to the top of the list awful fast for a lot of people. Right? You have no heart. Like, maybe not. But they have no papers, so Popham. Yeah, right? I got handcuffs. Let's go. <laughs> I, 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 I just, sister. The heart thing goes away when you don't have paperwork. I, I used to have heart. I have heart for people with papers. My heart bleeds red, white, and blue. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go to that Mexico U.S. soccer friendly and anybody waving a Mexican flag. I figure I'd ask red, them white, some questions. Yeah, I just I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, that's just me. It's draft day. What do I care about all this stuff? Draft them. Get them all in here. That's how you. That's how you really get into this country. You can be from anywhere. If you're good at sports, they'll make you a citizen in five minutes. Cubans swim here, and they're like, don't worry about it. He can throw, and they'll pop him on a team in a heartbeat. All that dude has to do is sit in Miami for a day or two and cry. Like, hey, look, are you a lefty? (laughs) Forget it. The Marlins say you're a citizen of all of it. Or let me introduce you to your wife. (laughs) They probably have a backlog of women ready to marry the next Enrique. Can you see that guy out there on that tire floating in here? He's a left-hander. He throws 97. He's got eight pitches. It's just ridiculous. When he gets here, you're Mrs. Enrique. All right. Yeah, he's going to love you. Yeah, the paperwork's already done. You guys are good. How no, boring I, is the draft going to be without Kime, though? I mean, I out there partying yeah. it up Drinking and everything. And and What's I mean, he, he doing? Can go yeah. to town. Where's oh, the party bus? He's, it's, I'll tell you where it is. It's parked quietly in front of a facility, and he's not allowed to talk. <laughs> I can't even do it right now, so don't even turn that party bus. I've been on. talking to him on a burner phone for the last. <laughs> yeah, <weeks>. everybody has. <laughs> Bidwell gave him all. That was a Christmas gift for the Cardinals to get burner phones to talk to Steve. That's crazy. Yeah, the Cardinals are a mess. We'll find out what they do tonight. And you know, pop them. That's the theory today. <laughs> uh, let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five ninety eight hundred. A good one, and we'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUBD. Wake up. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.